today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Hey, Joey Bats is back in Toronto. Who would have thought? It was uh, looking pretty grim there for a while, but uh, it's official now that uh, Batista has agreed to a one-year deal with a couple of options with the Blue Jays. Here to talk about this is uh, Howard Berger, longtime Leaf and uh, Sports Toronto reporter, of course, for many, many years. And his blog, Between the Posts, is a must-read for sports fans every day, every week. Every minute that you've got, you should be seeing what Howard uh, is, is sending off in his pearls of wisdom. And he joins us here in the program uh, to talk about Joey Betts. How are you today, Howard? deeply humbled after that. <laughs> well, it's, it's exactly, I read it exactly as you wrote it for me, so I mean, I just thought I'd pass oh, that on. Right. There we go. It wasn't an armor and all in there. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you surprised about Joey, about uh, Bautista coming back? Well, certainly not after the, you know, the, the few days of, of speculation. Uh, and, and I guess the longer uh, it went, uh, that he was on the market bill and that uh, the Blue Jays hadn't signed uh, another player um, of higher stature, I guess you could say. It, it, it seemed uh, uh, it was becoming a bit more logical, and, and I, think it's, uh, I think it's a good move. Uh, I think it's a good move for the, for the team, and, and maybe more importantly, a good move for the fan base, because um, in many respects, and, I, and I, I've said this previously, I, I think had the Blue Jays lost both Encarnacion and Bautista, I can't say you know, statistically, you know, from game one to game 162, what would have happened. But I think emotionally, and I think from from an attachment uh, point of view, I think the fans would have missed Bautista more than they would have missed Encarnacion. And so, you know, this is a guy that uh, has been really the emotional fulcrum of the, the ball club for a decade now, or the better part of a decade. And uh, I think if, if you had a choice between the two, um, most people, you know, statistically, and, and then you look at the numbers, they would take Encarnacion. But I think the people would have missed Bautista more. And I think uh, that Blue Jays fans ultimately will be happy to, to see him back in, in uniform, providing he can stay healthy. Well, that's going to be one of the keys. We'll, we'll talk about what may be happening in 2017 in, in just a couple of seconds here. But let's, let's talk about how this whole thing came about, though, Howard. I mean, a, a lot of the fans, and you saw the, all the stuff on social media and, and the talk shows, uh, lambasted Toronto management for the way that they handled both of these guys. And they could have and should have uh, treated them with more respect and, and the, the, the money should have been there, etc. Is, is there culpability here or is this just the way that pro sports runs these days? I, you know, the part, partly what you just said, Bill, at the end there, I mean, it is a business. You know, Josh Donaldson was on TV last week after Encarnacion uh, signed with Cleveland. And, you know, he expected Josh to be, oh, my God, how can, you know, this is one of the best guys in the team, and how are we going to do without him? You know, Josh said, hey, you know, it's a business. You know, yeah, we'll miss him. He's a good guy. I enjoyed him. Good teammate. But it's a business. It might happen to me. You know, and, and so that, that's certainly one way of, of, of looking at it. Um, hindsight as we know, is uh, the most accurate barometer of all. And so, you know, it's, it's easy to look back and say, well, should have done this, should have done that. Uh, the Bautista shouldn't have said this in, train in spring training last year. Uh, maybe Edwin, uh, uh, you know, uh, shouldn't have looked around. Or, yeah, who knows? You know, uh, and you can always look back and, and, and uh, fill, you know, plug in the holes once again, knowing uh, what happened. Um, my the way of looking at it, certainly with Bautista, is um, 
I don't know if it was a mistake for him to give the Blue Jays that ultimatum, uh, where he said he knew what he was worth. I agree. He did take a bit of a, a home team discount, if you want to call it that. He was Eventually, yeah. I, I certainly would take it, but I think he was making $12 million and change on that five-year deal that just expired. And players of his, of his caliber are making more than that uh, today, including himself. Um, and so I can understand that, but you know, uh, the one thing you have to remember is injuries are part of baseball and injuries are part of professional sport. And generally, the older you get, the more injured you're going to get or the more injury prone. And his problem, uh, the thing that affected him the most, obviously, Bill, as I mentioned off the top, is he didn't have a healthy year last year. If you look yeah. at his number of, uh, his production, uh, per number of at-bats, it was still pretty good. But, you know, he and, and not just last year, but the last three or four years, he's had a propensity to get banged up. And uh, he plays hard. He, he plays his defensive position hard. Um, he runs hard. He, he'll fight guys from Texas at second base. And, you know, <laughs> we know what this guy does. He, he can take a punch. Um, he, can take, he can take a punch. He's like Ali. He can take a punch and, and, and keep standing. And... Uh, uh, but, but you know, he, he doesn't tiptoe around out there, and he's 36 years of age now, and so maybe in hindsight, again, with the benefit of hindsight, it was not the best thing for him to do is to, to pin the team against the wall like that last year and say, I'm not negotiating, they know what I'm worth. Edwin said the same thing, yeah. you know, and a little bit less, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to say, uh, less harshly perhaps, but Edwin said the same thing. If I'm not signed to an extension by opening day, uh, I'm not going to negotiate throughout the season and of course people looked at that and said well Edwin's just you know he's, he's a nicer guy than Jose so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and you know but meanwhile he gave them an ultimatum the same you know the, the, there's nothing that uh, could have pre- should have prevented the Blue Jays and, and Edwin's uh, agent from talking uh, uh, during the season last year it's not like uh, they would have had to drag him into every conversation and take his mind off the game so he also gave the Blue Jays an ultimatum and in the end if he wanted to stay in Toronto and I don't know I've never spoken to him personally about it then it didn't work for him either you know he's making a lot of money but he's not playing for the team that people say he wanted to continue playing with and so uh, it, it, uh, it, it i don't know what happens there's so much money involved uh there's ego involved there are agents involved there are obviously the teams are looking uh short term and long term you know the blue jays have will forever have uh, a, a payroll ceiling They'll always have a salary cap uh, under their current ownership, and so that comes into it as well. But in the end, I go back to my original point. I think the fans will be happy to have the emotional leader of this ball club for pretty much the past decade back in the lineup. And not just the emotional leader, Bill, but how many times, you know, of, of all the home runs he has hit, I mean, the one thing you can't say about Jose Bautista, he doesn't hit garbage home runs. He's not a guy that pads the statistics when the team is down by four or ahead by six. How many times has he come up in the top of the ninth inning on the road somewhere and tied a game with a blast when, they, you know, there's one or two out? Remember the, the game six in Kansas City when the Jays were eliminated uh, from the American League Championship Series or one game or two wins away from going to the World Series two years ago? And it was game six in Kansas City. They were down, I think, by a run. Who hit the home run to send it into extra innings? I mean, the guy just, he's done it, done it over and over again. And if he stays healthy this year, it's a big if, then he might be worth every penny of that uh, contract he just signed. Some have accused him, uh, to go back to the, you know, the ultimatum of, of, yeah. of, of not being able to read the free agent market as well and, and, and overvaluing himself. But, you know, if there's any truth, truth to that, Howard, 
a lot of guys, I, I think, made the same mistake this year. This has been a very unusual year. Usually, you see free agents getting ungodly amounts of money. Not that you know, Batista is is doing all right. Thank you very much. But uh, nobody is really getting those monstrous contracts that have been handed out in past years. And uh, a lot of guys uh, that the Jays were even looking at, guys like Jay Bruce or Granderson yeah. and, and guys like this, thought that they were going to cash in, and it's just not happening for them. No, no. And, and you know, the thing with with Jose, and, and you know, the, in his defense, if you will. When he made that statement, he probably felt he was going to play 150 games sure. last season. And if he plays 150 games last season, which means he stays healthy, and you prorate his numbers over that uh, that amount of time, then he does wind up somewhere for, for three or four years and much more money than he's making uh, uh, in this one-and-one uh, with the Blue Jays. So, yeah, he gambled a bit, but he also, you know, and I'm sure his agent and his family and all his advisors were in on it as well he also probably said to himself look this is the last time i can stand in the dugout here and make this kind of a of a demand you know i'm not going to be able to do it when i'm 38 or 40 this is my last kick so yeah i'm going to give it every uh, every ounce of power here and i'm going to take every chance and hope that i stay healthy and, and i'll land one of these giant contracts if not beforehand then certainly uh, after the the coming season, well, again, it didn't work. He he got hurt, and and his numbers, uh, uh, you know, uh, not so much his numbers, but the 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 pattern of uh, of, of injury, both short and, and long term, over the past three or four years, as with most people getting up into the mid to late thirties, has scared other teams off from, uh, uh, you know, from giving him the kind of contract that he wanted last spring. Let's let's talk about what may happen. And there are a couple of options here. And, and you know, if he has a good year, obviously both he and the Jays will, will probably uh, continue with this relationship for yeah. at least another year or two. Where is he going to play, Howard? I mean, technically, you think, okay, yeah, well, Joey Batsy is going to play right field. Is he really? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've heard some speculation that the Jays may try him uh, at first base this year. I mean, Edwin actually was the de facto first baseman by the end of last season, and he's gone now. Do, do you try to put him over? Yeah. He has played first base in the past. Yeah, I guess the, 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 to turn the question around a bit, Bill, if not him, then who? You know, I mean, uh, one of the big uh, uh, talking points of the Blue Jays uh, this uh, offseason, among many, has been who plays the corner outfield spots. Yeah. You know, we have Michael Saunders has just signed with Philadelphia, so he's gone. Well, you've got uh, Mel Upton, Jr., um, you know, not a bad guy, probably a, a, a person that a player that doesn't get credit for his production because he, you know, I think he had 17 or 18 home runs last year uh, uh, between uh, the Blue Jays and I, and the, the escapes right now, which team he came from. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, so there's an opening with Michael Saunders gone, and he stayed healthy for most of last year, had a great first half and kind of a mediocre second half, but his numbers weren't bad overall. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think Jose starts the season in right field if he's healthy. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, I, I don't know that they, uh, the Blue Jays have ready-made people to, to, to step in there and, and to contribute uh, uh, every day. You know, and first base right now is going to be between Pierce, the, the player they signed as a free agent uh, in the offseason, and uh, uh, Smoke, Justin Smoke, who they signed to his two-year uh, contract extension last year. Is that as uh, productive as having Edwin in there? and, and uh, uh, Or is it as productive as having Smoke at first base when you're using Edwin as a uh, designated here? Of course not. There's, I mean, there's no way of getting around the fact they're going to miss Encarnation on unless Kendry's Morales goes crazy like he did a couple of years ago where he had numbers as well as uh, you know power numbers as, as good as anyone in the American League 
um, you know, but at $11 million a year, most people aren't expecting him to, to do that again. If he does, then uh, then it'll help the Blue Jays quite a bit. But I, I don't see right now, I mean, there's spring training, there's still a lot of the offseason to go, another acquisition can be made, but I think the corner one of the corner outfield positions is uh, is looked after now, at least to begin. Yeah, and you've got guys like Dalton Pompey and others that are going to be in camp, and, and, yeah. but you, and you, you're hoping that one of those guys jumps to the front and says, hey, I want this job. Uh, and, and you're lucky if that happens. I, th- I think the speculation about uh, Joey Betts at first base is simply because, you, let's face it, there's a little less wear and tear on the well, body absolutely. playing that position. And, and he doesn't have the arm he used to have. He's, he's not bad in the outfield, but you, there were some defensive lapses where he missed yep. fly balls and, uh, and missed guys on bases and yep. things like that. But, you know, as I said, when, when, when he's healthy and, and he doesn't have the arm he used to have, uh, but, you know, he's, he's, he's still better than average, I think, out there uh, for them right now. And uh, as I said, we'll see what happens between now and, uh, and spring training and opening day. I mean, there could be another addition. There could be another trade. But uh, I, I think, you know, the other thing about Jose, I mean, one of the great um, trivia questions in baseball involves Jose. I mean, he still, he remains to this day the only player, he's the first and only player to play on five different major league rosters in one season. I mean, this is how little he, he was respected early in his career. And in 2004, he played for the Pirates, the Orioles, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and the New York Mets. And then ultimately Pittsburgh got him back, and, and, and he had a couple of decent years, 15 and 16 home runs, I think, for the, the Pirates. And then they traded him. Another trivia question, they traded him in, in August, uh, I think it was 2008, uh, to the Blue Jays. And for who? Does every, anyone remember the, the name of the fellow? Well, his first name was Robinson, and his last name was not Cano. I guarantee you. It was a guy named Robinson Diaz, who hasn't played I, in the major I didn't league remember that. Yeah, since 2009, finished his major league career, I think, with one homer and 24 RBIs. So, and this guy came out of nowhere. Everyone disrespected him. Everyone gave up on him, even the Pirates after he had some decent years. And he, you know, turned into one of the top half dozen players in Blue Jays franchise history. So let's give the guy a little respect. Let's see if he can stay healthy this year. And again, you know, he is the, there are some things he does that I find unappealing, not the least of which is the, you know, moaning at the, the umpires every time he takes a called strike. And yet he was better with that last year. You know, he didn't get kicked out of games like he was uh, uh, in the past. But uh, I like the bat flip. I like the fact that he's emotional. I like the fact that he's a sore loser. You know, show me a, a good loser, and I'll show you a loser, period. Okay, so it doesn't bother me at all that he's uh, uh, emotional or people look at him as being a bit immature or whatnot. As I said, I don't like what he does. Well, and, you want passion. You want, you, well, you, of course. And, 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 and the, the criticism works. about the bat flip. I mean, yeah, let's right. face it, you know, the guys like Gossage and others. I mean, uh, show me a pitcher that doesn't do a fist pump after a big strikeout or something that's like that. I mean, come on. Beckersley, that's what, you remember yeah. that before Alomar's legendary home run in 92? It, it happens all the time. Look at the guy, uh, the the Blue Jays picked up last year. Uh, the the emo- oh, I'm having a brain cramp now. The guy they got from Atlanta that was the uh, the reliever. Uh throughout the, the second half of the season there, the emotional uh, reliever. I don't know. I'm, I'm having a brain cramp right now. When I, when I, yeah, I know the guy you mean, too, and I can't yeah, think of his name yeah, either. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so into hockey mode right here. But he's... Um, but, but, but they, you know, that's the... Uh, the fans like that, providing you can back it up. You know, you, you can't just be a rah-rah, go-crazy guy and have no numbers. But when you can uh, hit in the clutch like, uh, like Jose has... 
through the years when you can hit for power and for, well, let's say his average hasn't always been great, but certainly his, his uh, on-base percentage is fabulous. He knows how to take a walk. He's very he's become very disciplined at the plate, hits the home runs, piles up the RBI, scores a lot of runs, and again, he doesn't hit cheapies. The guy, he's hit some big, big home runs in, in, in that club's uh, history. And so I like the fact that, uh, that he's back. I think it'll, it'll give the fan base a real boost to have that emotion uh, in the lineup again. You know, you have Donaldson, who's the best player on the team. You have uh, had Edwin, who was the most productive player on the team you have probably russell martin is the most mature and and the maybe the leader in the clubhouse the spokesperson the guy you know that's the most polished on the team and then you've got uh you know jose who has a little bit of everything but he's the guy again that i think has been the emotional fulcrum of the ball club and uh i think he can be for another year or two Jason Grilly, that was the really? guy. Yeah, I just because uh, because you know. I know that'll drive you nuts all day if I don't get it. Yeah. So. If we're both in our twenties here and talking, or in our thirties, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah. maybe we remember that immediately here. But, uh, <laughs> Howard, thanks as always. Have gone. Yeah, no problem, uh, Bill. Let's uh, let's do it again. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on AM nine hundred CHML.